Good morning, it's Chris Wade, and this is episode 36 of my podcast, Speech Therapy Murmurings, a speech therapy podcast from a UK-based therapist. So, um, I, I've had like a three-week uh, break, um, and I'm not going to say break, I've, well, break from podcasts, and um, pretty much break from social media, which um, wasn't on purpose, I've just been in- in- incredibly kind of distracted by kind of family events after this week has been an absolute nightmare um so you know she's had a creeping temperature which has been really struggling to keep down she's been kind of calpol ibuprofen calpol ibuprofen um so uh, me and nia have literally been surviving off kind of two to three hours sleep because obviously once etta falls asleep another child then wakes up um the beauty of having four children um so I've had to rearrange work quite often this week, um, so I'm really thankful for the parents that, I'm, that work that, that I work for because they've had to be incredibly flexible. The schools have had to be flexible too, um, so I've had to clear days um, so that I can kind of um, pick up kids, um, or so that I can kind of help Nia out because it's been you know, super stressful. So. This week I've done three appeal assessments, I think. Uh, no, four appeal, no, yeah, no, four appeal assessments. So these were all kind of um, detailed assessments. Um, all of them are, were at family homes. Uh, the ones that I'm, I'm doing today, I'm heading off to the opposite side of the UK from where I'm based. I'm based over in South Wales, so what, no, end up the opposite side. And I've got a therapy session with a young boy um, who I'm commissioned by the local authority um, over in Sussex to work with this young boy on a... It works out. So me and the NHS therapist managed to compromise and put hash together a bit of a deal so that we didn't have to go to tribunal. And they they were offering, I think it was three visits per year. And what we did was we, we worked out the number of hours um, that the NHS therapist was offering in terms of admin and in terms of kind of direct and indirect work, so training the staff and then kind of modeling of the therapy program. And we weren't that far apart, so they hadn't really quantified the amount of hours it takes to write a program or to train a staff member or to prepare training or to model the program um, and then to reassess and attend the annual reviews. So what we did is we added all the hours up in terms of the direct and indirect work. Um, they'd kind of significantly underplayed the amount of hours needed from an admin perspective. Um, and when I highlighted just how long things do take, um, and I used the, um, the document from uh, Pinch Assault, um, or Pinch Assault, the um, kind of the speech therapist to put together kind of some, or they collected some data last year on the, of admin or typical amount of admin um, time that we take as clinicians um, in the UK and beyond uh, to write reports, to prepare training, to deliver training, to do case notes, to write programs, review programs. All of that is in this really lovely document that I keep resharing because it's absolutely fantastic. They're an absolute gift at these two speed therapists. So I use this document as a bit of a guide to say, look, when I'm when when we're assessing a child, this is about about, about as much time it'll take. And um, we're writing the report. This is the average time, case notes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So what we managed to do, um, the head of service and the then treating therapist and I managed to kind of hash together this this kind of deal for the family so that they could avoid tribunal. And 
the deal itself was, um, I think we managed to get it down to 18 hours per year of direct and indirect work. And then it was commissioned by the local authority um, and put into the ACP, so it's been section after the ACP. And we've kind of worked together on the our section of B&E as well. And then just as the um, therapy was about to start, and the intervention was about to start, uh, the uh, NHS therapist wasn't able to provide it. So the local authority came back to me and said, look, can you find anybody in, uh, in Sussex to provide therapy to this child and kind of to, to provide what's been committed to by, by both parties? Um, and unfortunately, I couldn't find anybody whatsoever who could, who had flexibility to deliver what this child needs. Um, it works out, it works out about four, four and a half hours per term of direct modelling of therapy targets, activities and strategies to the teaching assistants at school and then kind of ongoing training based on um, the therapy sessions, which are essentially modeling sessions, um, which I guess that's, that's what we call every therapy session when we've got someone observing us who wants to replicate the work. So I've taken on the work. So I'm based over in South Wales and my, I'd say every three to four weeks um, because of COVID, we're having to kind of cram in some of the sessions that were missed out uh, because they're, so that they get the right amount of hours for that year um, and we're luckily able to use it flexibly sometimes we can do some zoom sessions with the teaching assistants the rest of the time it's direct intervention with the with the young chap so i do a 175 mile trip each way so that's 350 miles it works at about six and a half hours no no seven and a half hours total commuting time to see this one child for 45 minutes um i i wish i didn't have, i mean he's an absolute dream to work with um he's yeah he, so he's uh, he's got a language disorder associated with autism he's got autism um he's just fantastic um from a language perspective from a social skill perspective from a um intonation perspective he has got the, the the most amazing voice and he cracks me up and I, I it's a dream working with him and working with a school but it's such a strange use of resources from a local authority perspective that a therapist is traveling seven and a half hours and just to see that one child um unfortunately we haven't been able to work out something with the school so that we can actually use my time whilst I'm there um, to see other children because it's, it's an area in, in Sussex that isn't covered by any independent therapists um, and it's an area that has kind of very kind of limited resources in terms of speech therapy um, especially in under Covid and kind of the policies that, have, that, that we're following it's difficult for them to get assessments and to get therapy intervention in this mainstream school. So um, which I'm trying to work out with the school how, how best to use my time, because I'm literally going there, seeing the, the young chap with the teaching assistant and then driving home. Or if I'm lucky, I'm, I'm booking appointments around it. So today I've actually got an assessment on the opposite side um, of where he lives. So probably about half an hour. So I'm, I'm doing a reassessment of a child for a tribunal um, he's been recently assessed using the preschool health uh, by the NHS therapist. Uh, we've got a lovely long report for me to go through. 
I've, I've previously assessed him a year ago, so it's, it'd be good to just see. Um, he hasn't had any, any intervention whatsoever, and I'd, I'd previously identified that he had a language disorder and that from a kind of, and I like to look in from a severity perspective just so I can kind of grade how a child's kind of skills are developing. So I was obviously looking at functional goals as well. Um, but we were looking previously at scores that are kind of kind of first point one, point one first up to second percentile, um, and the recent assessment from the therapist with the preschool calf is that he's with some of the subtests coming out within kind of skill scores of seven, which is kind of average range. So I'm going to be uh, reassessing him. Uh, I've got a couple of assessments I've brought. Um, I obviously can't do the preschool calf, so um, I'm going to be reassessing him today and then working out what his needs are. And then the, the last part of my way home is I'm going to drop into uh, Stratford in London, which is where my company used to be based. Um, and I'm, I've got another assessment. I started assessing a young girl two weeks ago. Uh, the deadline for the report's tomorrow. Um, it's, uh, there's a hearing um, coming up. And this particular girl, um, I've, uh, I've previously assessed, but only assessed online. I started the assessment and it was crystal clear that she needed months and months in terms of kind of giving her the right support to get through an assessment because her attention listening skills are quite poor and uh, child attention skills were challenging. So I've, I'm heading over to the parents' house to finish off the assessment and then submit the report by tomorrow. So it's going to be a um, interesting day. I, I think I managed. We managed to get Etta to sleep by one-ish. Um, she cried from half eight to one, and was completely inconsolable, except when I put her in front of the gig, which is Peppa Pig. Um, and um, yeah, and then obviously Oshan shouts out in the middle of the night, which potentially could wake up Etta up. So it's been one of those nights. Um, but I'm, I'm on the roads, um, I'm off to my appointments. Um, I, I can't mess families around too much in terms of flexibility. Um, and I've got deadlines for these reports and assessments, which are very tight. So um, I'm heading over to uh, to do these assessments and then I'll be back hopefully by, I'm guessing by 4, 4.30. I have a meeting on the way home um, for a local authority that I'm working for um, on kind of case note software. And then I will be, um, hopefully relaxing after writing one of these reports up tonight and then tomorrow I've got a, a less kind of filled up day I've got an initial assessment with a, a 19 month old and I've got two therapy sessions and a online and then a therapy session in person uh, with a little um, non-verbal autistic kid right um, this is longer than normal and so it's kind of a slight apology for my exodus um, I'm now back I don't know if I'll be posting as frequently as previously, but I'll um, I'll be posting as often as I can. Everyone, take care. Goodbye.